This is an Average Fan Podcast hosted by Benny Hanna. Continue to like, rate, and subscribe. Make sure to share. Now streaming on Spotify and on Apple Podcasts. This is an Average Fan Podcast hosted by Benny Hanna. Welcome back, everybody. Hey, Average Fan Podcast. So who watched some opening night football? Hey, man, I'm going to give y'all a little overreaction to what we saw last night. I'm going to give y'all some picks on the NFL games this weekend. And I'm going to also highlight some college football games and also give some insight and picks as well as that. So I thank y'all again for tuning in because we can't do this without you guys. Continue to keep liking, rating, subscribing, and sharing is the most part. Sharing is caring, especially with the podcast. So anybody you know who might be in the sports, let them hear it. Even if they're not in the sports, it could be a starting point. But I thank you again. Let's get into it. Buffalo versus the Los Angeles Rams. Who's seen that coming? I mean, I thought it would be a closer game, but I did have Buffalo taking the win. So, check one. <sighs> yep, 1-0 and on the season. Yes, sir. But nevertheless, this was a very dominating performance, right? We don't want to overstate that at all. Very dominating from start to end. Uh, outside of the two interceptions that Josh Allen threw, one of them being just a defender just ripped it away from the receiver. He was sharp. He looked good last night, um, 25-31 for 297 yards, three touchdowns. He did his thing. He balled out. He was their leading rusher last night, 10 carries for 56 yards. It was kind of interesting in the first half. We didn't really see him run as much, but then, you know, second half, they started imposing their will. One thing you can say about Buffalo, with the addition of Von Miller, you kind of wondered, what did that mean for this defense and how much better could they get? And I think last night we might have gotten an answer or this could just be an overreaction. Either way, it's in the show title. Von Miller looked great coming off the edge. He looked great pass rushing. I mean, it looked normal. I mean, <laughs> yee. So the number one defense in all of football last year got Von Miller, and they got better. I felt bad for Matthew Stafford last night through three interceptions. Defense was swarming. Defense was swarming. Holding the Rams to 243 total yards. The crazy thing about that is Cooper Cup was responsible for half of those with 13 receptions and 128 yards. His receiving counterpart, Stephon Diggs, he balled out. He balled out. Eight receptions, 122 yards, one touchdown. Granted, he got one on a long burner touchdown that he kind of got behind Jalen Ramsey on. But he had eight receptions. He was targeted nine times. So crazy completion rate. He was amped up for the beginning of the season. So we did say this was going to be some like overreactions, right? <clears throat> Let's get into the overreactions. 
So are we going to go ahead and just crown um, Josh Allen MVP of the league? A lot of people might feel like that's not an overstatement. But with with it being game one with no one else playing, it kind of is. Even though he looks sharp against the defending champs, um, it they picked up basically where they left off last year, like last time we seen them. And that's kind of how they executed on that opening drive. But is that an overstatement to sell that, that Josh Allen could possibly be the MVP this year? Okay, so I got a dark horse. MVP for this year. And I'm just going to go ahead and share this with you guys. Matt Ryan. I know it sounds crazy. It's ludicrous. I can hear the smacking of the lips. The I can visually see the rolling of the eyes. I can see people just, just shaking their head, just grabbing their hair. Like, what are you talking about? So Matt Ryan goes from having no offensive line to having a way better offensive line. He also has a very good running back in Jonathan Taylor. He also has decent wideouts and a and a good tight end. Couple that with some decent play calling. I think I think it, the Colts can do some things once he starts gaining some traction. And it would not be crazy to see him reel off a couple of wild games. Cause Atlanta was just a bad situation for him at the end. I mean, you lose Julio, you kinda left with this guy and this guy, and there's no disrespect to those guys. But they're not the same as who you were used to throwing to. And then you lose, like you lose Tony Gonzalez's of the world. Like you, you lose all this. It's just not the same, but he's, he's got the opportunity to really prove himself. Cause in Atlanta, he, a lot of people feel like he was the reason why they just could not get to where they needed to be. So this is a chance for him, not saying it's in his mind, but this is a chance for him to go ahead and correct that. That's my spill on MVP. But back to Josh Allen. Overreactions. He balled out. Went crazy. Had the Rams defense just looking like they never played football. Like as a on a professional level. Like they looked so kind of unorganized and Buffalo was just imposing their will. I was just more impressed with them defensively. Like I said, just the way they were able to hold that Rams offense under three hundred yards and give them fits. I mean <laughs> You turn the ball over a lot, but luckily you're able to steal. And usually the team that lose that wins the turnover battle ends up winning the game. <clears throat> but in this case, we know that that didn't hold true. So, man, Buffalo went out and made a statement. You got to love it. So, let's get into some NFL week one picks. <laughs> this should be fun, y'all. Stay with me. Um, kind of a roller coaster ride. Let's see. Um, starting off one o'clock on Sunday, we got a great NFC South rivalry in New Orleans and Atlanta. New Orleans in Atlanta. This would be a good game to start the season off with. Um, give me New Orleans. <laughs> give me New Orleans. It's nothing to really think about. Um, I like I like what Atlanta has the potential to have, but New Orleans was just a quarterback away last year. I think Jameis Winston coming back really will propel them. Um, this will be really good. So I'm going to rock with New Orleans on this one. Um, I got them winning by, I got them winning by two scores. Let me go ahead and get them. I got them winning by 13. How about that? Um, next game, um, we got, 
San Francisco and Chicago. This is a good matchup between Trey Lance and Justin Fields. But I do not trust Chicago's O-line. And I know that Bosa is over there <laughs> for San Francisco. I just do not like this matchup. I'm taking San Francisco, and I'm taking San Francisco big. Um, uh, give me 17. I think they'll go ahead and handle Chicago. Uh, then you got Pittsburgh and Cincinnati. You'd be crazy not to pick Cincinnati. And I'm not crazy. So give me Cincinnati. Reason being, I like what Pittsburgh is doing. They're going to have to rely on the defense. I don't know how much I trust Mitch Trubisky. He gets a steep test with that defense that was coming back from off from that Super Bowl loss. So what type of hunger that that defense and that team from Cincinnati comes out with is indicative of how they play the whole season. If they come out lackluster, kind of like the Rams did last, well, the Rams, the Rams were dealing with a defense. But if they come out kind of lackluster, that lets you know maybe not this year for them guys. But if they're able to kind of fight and push through, then you know that Joe Burrow will probably have these boys back in the playoffs ready to go ahead and do their thing. So give me Cincinnati. And since it's a division game, give me Cincinnati by six. Um, going to the next game, we got Detroit against Philly. That's easy. No-brainer, Philly. Uh, I actually was at Philadelphia versus Atlanta last year opener uh, in the Georgia Dome. And, you know, they look really good uh, coming out there. Granted, they were playing the Falcons, but take that for what you may. But this year you got you got AJ Brown, you got him with Devontae Smith, how this mixture rolled, like and then the defensive parts, the the rookies from UGA you guys bring in, Jacoby Dean, you bring in the Jordan Davises, how you guys can integrate them into that defense ASAP and just kind of really just pick it up. Um being that this is Detroit, man, give me give me Philly by twenty. Um, huge numbers on that one. Next, we got New England and Miami. This would be a good game battle of Alabama quarterbacks. We're talking about Mac Jones and Tua Tungavaloa. You got to love it. This is, man, this is like an Alabama pro game. I mean, you got Jalen Jalen Waddle out there. This would be very good. Uh, this would be, uh, if you're able to watch it, if you you got to get that NFL pass, man, this is the big leagues, man. You got to pay for this stuff. So it'll be a very good game. Uh, New England, I'm I'm not sure. I'm not sure on, and I think Tyreek Hill kind of runs crazy on that defense. I think even though you can game plan for him, Waddle with his speed, he he creates a problem. They got Gasicki as the tight end. They got some things going defensively. They're kind of stout. I'm gonna take Miami. In that one. Um, but I think it'll be a very competitive game. Uh, give me Miami by by 11. All right. Uh, going forward, we got Baltimore versus the Jets. Give me Baltimore, man. <laughs> give me Baltimore. And I might be crazy for picking them. But Joe Flacco, yeah, it'd be a great storyline. He beats his old team. But, man, Lamar, he ain't get that contract. They act like they ain't trying to pay him. Yeah, let me go ahead and get Baltimore. I got Baltimore. Man, this might be my crazy pick of the week. I got Baltimore by 28. 
almost 30 points. Yeah, I'm disrespecting the Jets. Shout out to uh, Garrett Wilson, though. OH. Jacksonville versus Washington. This might be the worst game of week one. <laughs> um, Jacksonville coming in there with Trevor Lawrence, and then we got Washington with Carson, Carson Wentz. <laughs> Upset alert. Let me get Jacksonville, even though that's a dumb pick. But let me get Jacksonville. Let me get Jacksonville by three. I thought... <laughs> I'm not sold on Carson Wentz, um, but they have the better team. Like you got, you got McLaurin out there on the outside. You got some other weapons too. Uh, I really, man, I really want to go ahead and pick them, but I can't do it. So give me Jacksonville on this one. I'll just have to eat that. Um, the grudge match, the ex quarterback going up against his, Former team, Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield is going up against them Browns. I mean, he knows them like left and right. Like he he knows all about them. Um, this would be good to see. I think it has a nice storyline to it, but let's really talk about the game. Miles Garrett is a problem. And everybody knows that. And Carolina will come into the game knowing that. But they will not be able to stop that. And if he creates problems, people like the paid man, Denzel Ward on the back end, Greedy Williams on the back end, they can create problems, especially if they've practiced and seen what Baker can do. Now, that's not saying Baker won't go out there and have some moments. Because I fully expect him to have some moments in this game. But I don't think he'll have enough moments to actually win this game, even with Jacoby Brisket probably being the starter. So give me Cleveland. Um, Cleveland starting the year off with a W. Um, let me get Cleveland by Cleveland by uh, 10. Cleveland by 10. Moving along, we got the Colts against Houston. Um. I like Houston, but I like Indy better. How can I go against the court, the team whose quarterback I said will win the MVP? Yeah, so give me the Colts and give me the Colts big. I'm talking about maybe 21, 21. Moving along, Green Bay again. Oh, my bad. New York against Tennessee. Got to hit Tennessee. Give me Tennessee in that one. And I got Tennessee by 18. Man, um, New York versus ten New York versus Tennessee. You know what we got this we're good running backs. Uh we got Saquon Barkley and then we got and I just had to pause. Because hopefully Saquon Barkley can really come back strong this year. And that's why I kinda paused because Saquon was electric in college, and we kind of have been deprived of that in the NFL. He's had moments, he's had flashes, but hopefully he can get healthy, he can stay healthy, and then we can see him return to that or maybe show us what he can do NFL-wise. So I'm excited to see that, but, yes, he will be going up against Derrick Henry. We know what Derrick Henry is and what he brings, but we also know that that team, even though it's on his shoulders, if the head gets too big against Hill, they – lose games okay but i trust Tannehill over daniel jones so give me tennessee in that one as i said moving along green bay versus minnesota kirk 
Cousins versus Aaron Rodgers. This is a division rival. I got to go with Green Bay. Even though Devontae's gone, he's going to manage to find somebody else, right? Not just Devontae's gone. Scantling's gone. Like, you lose a lot of talent at the outside. You got the young guys. They will struggle, but I don't see Kirk Cousins beating Aaron Rodgers, and I'm sorry about that. Then we got a duel. We have... At 425 CBS, we got Kansas City. We got Arizona. Battle of the QBs. Got to love this game. J.J. Watt's a problem on that corner. Love to see what he's going to do. But we know how the offense moves for Kansas City. And if they get any type of defensive pressure, they're going to really create havoc in this game. I expect this game to kind of be high scoring. I'm talking about probably like the 30-ish range, mid-30s. Let me go ahead and get Kansas City. They started off slow last year. Let's see them bounce back, do something different this year. Uh, we got an AFC West battle. We got Las Vegas versus the Chargers. I, I like this game. I think Herbert, um, what he brings to the table for the Chargers. Another Bosa on defense, but now you got a Mac to go with the Nabosa. You got a Mac Bosa. Or Bosa Mac. However y'all want to look at it. Then you got Derwin James in the in the back end. Crazy defense. Crazy defense. What is Devontae Adams going to do in this game? Every And you can't forget about Hunter Renfro, the route specialist. He's, he's an assassin out there. But I, I think her, her, Justin Herbert's young. And I really... Like the Chargers, I really love their defense, and it's hard for me to go against defense. But when you're looking at it, Waller, Adams, Renfro, could Jacobs, if he's running crazy, could could it be a little bit too much for that Charger team? This one's a duel. I'm gonna go with the Chargers. Yeah, okay, I know. Y'all are like, what? You just made that great case for the for the yeah the Raiders. I know. Sorry, Raiders fans. Look, I think they'll have a great season, but just this game, it's kind of the division rivalries. They're kind of crazy. And then our nightcapper, our nightcapper. We got the goat versus America's team and the nightcapper. NBC A twenty kit. Tom Brady, Dak Prescott dueling it out. What's up? We saw an amazing battle last year between these two on opening night. Now we get to see it again. Gotta love it. But with that being said, no Amari Cooper in Dallas. You got CeeDee Lamb ready to step into the spotlight wearing that number, that infamous number 88 for the Cowboys. What type of team are they going to be? Are they really going to run the ball? Are they going to feed Zeke or is Zeke just a shell of himself? Is Zeke not really who Zeke is supposed to be? <sighs> but then on the Tampa side, they talked about Lenny Fournette was just big and just overweight. And Tom Brady took a little hiatus after he unretired. That's crazy, man. You what? But then everybody deals with stuff, so. But y'all get the gist of it. Gronk, he's gone. But you still got a slew. You got a slew of talent. Get Godwin back. You got Mike Evans. This is a team that really has talent. Super Bowl vets now. Um, 
it's all about their mind. Granted, they bring in a new coach. We'll see how this kind of plays out. I have no faith in Dallas, just like most smart people. And that's not to rag on the Cowboys. I actually like Zeke Elliott. O.H. I like Zeke. Um, I, I wish they would run the ball more and really commit to that. When they did that, they really had success. But now they seem to want to make Dak Prescott that prominent passer. And there's nothing wrong with that. But you got to have a solid run game, especially in the big leagues. And I'm going with Tom Brady because why not go with Tom Brady? This could be a different year, but even him taking that time off, man. Come on now. We heard Jordan say he took two, he took almost two years off. Yep. We saw that commercial for opening night. And then our Monday night battle. Monday night battle. We got Denver versus Seattle. Russ, let's ride. And he's going to ride all over Seattle. I don't think Seattle's going to be able to stop him. I think he's going to have a big night. Um, I, I almost don't want to even call him the Broncos. I'm about to call him the Wilson. Broncos big. Um, It's going to be emotional, but he going to do his thing because he already made that franchise. So um, before we get out of here, I told you I'd give y'all some of my picks on some college games. Um, And a couple of them we want to talk about right quick. Alabama versus Texas. You kind of heard many uh, – Many sports analysts kind of break this game down. It's not really hard, hard to break down. Uh, You look at it, Texas is up and coming, but Texas is not on the level of where Alabama is right now, and Alabama's kind of on that mission to prove that last year was just a rebuilding year, and this year they're back. Will Anderson is very dominant. Um, What can Quinn Ewers do against Kool-Aid them in the back end? I don't really know. Um, The former Ohio State um, player transferred out. This is a big game for him. B. John Robinson, can he get some running lanes? Can he protect against the blitz? Can he do some good blitz pickup? Because that's going to be key as well. You, you're you going to have to chip. You're going to have to do some different things to keep Will Anderson. Kind of just slow him down, man. Milliseconds, man. It, it matters, man. Give your quarterback some time to just do a little, just a little extra second. You just, But you want to buy him time, so... What, what can they really do to slow down Bama? I don't really think too much. Sarkeesian is a good offensive play caller. I mean, there's no doubt. He can scheme some things up. And my my big takeaway is that if Quinn Ewers is able to kind of stretch the ball down the field but then also kind of use his legs, this game could get interesting, like really quick. If he doesn't have mental mistakes and he comes out kind of sharp and he's able to kind of evade the rush, extend the play, this game could really be interesting and it can trend badly for Alabama. Now, the common sense. Bama's going to go in there and they're going to smack Texas. Nick Saban is going to walk them into the SEC and let them know that, hey, you're going to have to see this at least for the next eight to nine years. Get used to it. I'm Nick Saban. Thank you for coming. They have too much talent, and that talent is going to matter. Sarkeesian in Texas will have to play a perfect game. No turnovers, low penalties. You're gonna, No, you can't have the mental errors of the drops. This game will feel like a championship game. Now, it would be crazy if they won, but I'm not, I'm not going to go against Bama, not against Texas. So give me Bama in that one. Um, and I got Bama 
Bama by 24, right? Let's just go Bama by 24. There's no way that Nick Saban loses in week two, right? Wink. Pittsburgh versus Tennessee. Keaton Slovis, he he came out big. Niggas got a big they got a big test against um a very good Tennessee team. And Pitt did win last year. Granted, Kenny P is gone. And Tennessee and Hidden Hooker are a year wiser and a year savvier. So what does this translate to? Pitt kind of struggled with West Virginia last week in that backyard brawl, and it took a, a pick six basically to win the game. This game could get out of hand early. If Tennessee can play good defense, they can kind of win this game. I really don't like picking SEC schools, but I'd be crazy to not pick Tennessee in this one. Um, give me Tennessee by by three. I think it'll be a close game. Washington State versus the Badgers. The Badgers are what will be after this game two weeks away from a big showdown with Ohio State. What do we want to see from Graham Mertz? Accuracy, confidence, right? Going out passing, but also giving the ball to that stud running back, Braylon Allen. Dude's a monster. Washington State brings in that air raid offense. This might prepare Wisconsin for what they might see with Ohio State some, but Wisconsin will maul you. They do struggle at the beginning of the season, like in some weird ways. They lose games they're not supposed to lose. So this pick is kind of tricky, right? Washington State can really go in here and just kind of upset them and they kind of just resurrect their Pac-12 and then become that team that everybody's talking about in the Pac-12. But physical team, maybe slow it down, control it with the run game and the defense. Graham Mertz, man, don't make me look stupid on this one. I'm picking Wisconsin. Graham Mertz, man, don't go out there throwing three interceptions and then Washington State upset y'all. I'm going to be so mad. <laughs> Iowa versus Iowa State. Um, Last week, Iowa was able to play the game with just the defense. Um, <laughs> Very dominant performance. The offense, they, they just really took the day off. They, um, they did some scout team work. They ain't getting that end zone. That's kind of troubling. They're going to have to against Iowa State. They're going to have to open something up. And a lot of people are trending toward Iowa State, obviously. But that Iowa defense is so good. And it's underrated. He's got that system schemed up well. And if they were able to go out and put up seven points, basically, I mean, you kick the field goal, but you still outscoring your offense because you get to say, like, come on, the defense is crazy. What can we see out of them going forward? Um, so in this game, give me Iowa State. Yep, I did. I did it again. <laughs> I did it again. I got Iowa State winning in this one by six. I think it'll be a good game. Low scoring out of defense is crazy, but I think Iowa does just Iowa State does just enough to win. We're gonna wrap this one up. Florida versus Kentucky, in which will probably be one the probably the most watched game. I would think. AR fifteen versus Will Levis. AR-15 balled out last week. 
This game is in the swamp. Kentucky has struggled to prove themselves. Florida's hot right now. Give me Florida. Um, this is, it should be, kind of be a no-brainer. Everything Billy Napier is doing, going, doing down there, they're trending in the right direction. They're just going to keep believing. And another game in the swamp at night at home versus the SEC opponent gives you the chance to really put a statement on early in the season saying that we are going to be a problem this year. So we'll see how that goes. Lincoln Riley hits prime time, y'all. USC going against Stanford. <laughs> USC big. USC big. Riley's going to come and try to put the show on uh, him and Caleb Williams. But it's going to be a struggle. I think USC pulls away in the second half. But I think early they could be into a fight. And it might not look like it should go that way. But it will. So, y'all, let me know what y'all think about my picks. What are some of y'all picks? Share, comment, mention. What do y'all think of the weekend recap coming up this weekend? We're going to highlight, revisit some of these picks. We're going to talk about some things. Shows are getting a little bit longer, but we got a little bit more content. We'll start to get more in depth, help y'all to understand some things. And well, we got the opinions that we do, but more than more than anything else. Besides thanking you, continue to share this thing and get this thing out there. We thank y'all again, Benny Hanna and the Average Fan Podcast, and we're out.